to the children of men. Hallelujah. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Psalm 107 verse 8. Psalms number 107 the verse 8. Hallelujah. The verse 16 says, For he has broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. For God has broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. Hey, verse 8 says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Verse 15 again repeats it. It says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Go to verse 21 of the same Psalm 107, and it again says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. I've never, ever, in any part of the Bible, seen such A threefold repetition of the same thing in the same chapter. I've seen it in Psalm 24. It was just twice. Oh, lift, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. Then he repeats it again in Psalm 24. So it means our praises and our thanksgiving to God is a necessity. He says, and let them sacrifice the sacrifice of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. Beloved, why don't you lift up your voice together with me as we offer unto him the sacrifices of our thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. With rejoicing. With rejoicing. Declaring his works that he has done to us. With rejoicing. We want to go down to the sea in ships to do business with God in great waters beloved lift your voice bless Jesus bless Jesus honor him give him glory Lord we bless you we give you glory you are faithful you are true you are good you are God there is none like you Jesus oh father we bless you we bless you we praise you for your goodness unto us for your wonderful works to us children of men you will satisfy indeed the longing soul. You feel the hungry soul. Hey, with goodness. Father, we bless you. We bless you. We bless Jesus. We give you glory. May your name be exalted, Jesus. Your name be honored. Your name be adored above every other name. Oh God, we bless you. Thank you for your goodness unto us, children of men. You gathered us. You gathered us out. 
of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. We wandered in the wilderness in solitary way, and we found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, our souls fainted in us. When we cried unto you in trouble, you delivered us out of our distresses, and you led us forth by the right way, that we might go to a city of habitation. Lord, we bless you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you glory, for you are good. Your mercies endure forever. Oh Lord, we bless you. Oh Lord, we bless you. Jehovah, we give you glory. Madima High, King of Kings, be exalted. A hey, Lord of Lords, be enthroned. Hey, we give you glory. We give you glory. Madima High, on, be, on behalf of burning ones, we give you glory. On behalf of our families, we give you glory. Lord, we give you praise. You are faithful, faithful God. Faithful. Oh, my soul. Matima Shembre Kembenu Apale, hey Lord, have your way, be enthroned, have your way, be enthroned, be magnified in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we bow again at the how you contend with them that contend with us oh god how you have made our souls escape like birds out of every snare of the fowlers oh jesus we bless you oh jesus we give you praise we give you glory you are wonderful jesus you reign forever in the name of Jesus, we give you glory. Jesus, you are wonderful. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. We want to pray and we are asking God that, Lord, prepare my heart, prepare my soul, prepare my spirit, my entire being for encounters with you today forgive me of every error every sin every misdeed in the name of jesus and align my heart align my emotions align my attention align my my entire being to the demands of this moment lord oh god grant me grace over distractions even as you purify you cleanse my hands and purify my heart by the blood of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, O oh God, you want to lift your voice. Father, we pray. We ask for cleansing by the blood. Lord, you said if we confess, we acknowledge our errors. You are faithful and just to forgive and to cleanse us from all our righteousness. Lord, we ask, we acknowledge that indeed we have heard against you. We heard against you, you and you alone. You and you alone have we heard against that your mercy, O oh God. 
covenant to preserve us, O God, by the mercies of God in us to come boldly to the throne to obtain mercy to find help us also in time of need. Lord, we ask the Lord forgive us, Father, forgive us, Jesus, Father, for the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. As for forgiveness and cleansing us, Lord, O God, purify our hearts, purify our hearts, cleanse our hearts, in the name of Jesus, every stain and spot and garment of the flesh, may make whole, make whole, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you, we give you glory, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Father, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Rakata <laughs> 
Alright, God bless you. The verse 9 of Psalm 107 says, For he satisfied the longing soul and filled the hungry soul with goodness. For he satisfied the longing soul and filled the hungry soul with goodness. Such as set in darkness and in the shadow of death. We want to pray that God will satisfy us. Our spiritual hunger, our spiritual thirst with his goodness, the goodness and the sweetness of his word. In the name of Jesus. Let God satisfy us. Let God satisfy us in the dark areas. May He shed light where there is death at work, death at work in the form of distraction, death at work in the form of sicknesses, 
death are to, are to work in the form of weaknesses of any form. We are praying that let the life of God invade and displace, invade and displace every trace and shadow of death in the name of the Lord Jesus. Works of death, fruits of death that have come as a result of the wages of sin or ancestral curses, let them all be displayed. Let them be displaced, displaced by the life of God, the force of the life force of God in the name of Jesus. Let the life force of God be released to displace all workings of death uh, in any form in any shape in any color in the name of jesus christ uh, we are praying that let every hungry soul every hungry soul be satisfied uh, every thirsty soul uh, be filled uh, completely the force of divine light the force of divine light the force of of God, the Most High God. Amen. Um, God bless you as you tarry with us in the presence of God. We want to lift our final prayer. I want to tell God that Lord, take preeminence in today's encounter. Speak to us a word in season in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, grant the minister utterance. Grant the minister utterance. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, let your word minister life, minister glory, minister power, minister deliverance, minister healing, minister light unto us in the name of Jesus Christ. Let your word come forth with glory, with power in the name of Lord, we thank you. We give you praise, Jesus. We give you glory, sweet Holy Spirit. Take all honor, Father. We bless you for your presence in our midst today. We know you do wonders in our midst tonight. Have your way, Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way. We pray for utterance for your vessel. We pray that your presence will be mighty in this place. We pray that you draw men unto yourself through this ministry, through today's meeting, through all published podcasts, in the name of Jesus, through our lifestyles, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen, enlighten, deliver, heal, transform, quicken, revive, align, every soul into this encounter in jesus name break lord break provision wonders breakthroughs for your people in jesus mighty name we trust you we love you we honor you and we surrender all we are and all we have to you have your will lord jesus in the name of jesus amen in the name of jesus amen, amen. 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 Amen.
so we are blessed tonight to be gathered again together unto the most high god it's always a blessing to be in his presence he's faithful he's just he's true hallelujah whenever we come to him we are comforted 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 we are helped we are helped we are blessed we are blessed we are strengthened we are strengthened we go from strength to strength we go from strength to strength we are blessed we are lifted because he is our glory and the lifter up of our heads hallelujah he lifts the beggar out of a dungeon Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People of God, God bless you all for joining. Um, so today we'll be looking at prayer in three dimensions. Interestingly, we have our two, my, my two grandparents are here. Yes. Hey, sorry. My two grandparents are here. There, but there is just one of them who is going to minister to us and um, we are blessed <laughs> we are blessed to have each and every one of us here also strong sound happy blessed healthy and most importantly still standing in the faith amen so i would not say much we have done 31 minutes already we have just one hour 25 minutes or so to go 
and so I'll put on the set man. I can see his very lovely emoji. He has squeezed his face in his emoji, but um. So people of God, oh, just welcome Minister Fritz, oh, welcome Minister Fritz, my grandpapa, our prayer warrior intercessor, um, and uh, the only minister among us with a spiritual gift of humor, we would welcome him <laughs> on set to bless us. Today, the topic is in three dimensions we're looking at intimacy um uh, intercession and warfare amen there are there are, there are many amen. dimensions to amen. prayer but we'll be focusing on these three amen god bless us all for joining amen. and for staying let's be attentive let's cooperate with him give him your utmost support like we would do for any other minister including myself amen so full of god with a clap amen. of friends let's welcome our minister and the only intercessor for the archbishop nicholas duncan williams <laughs> into our <laughs> midst to minister into blessings amen. <laughs> amen. God, God, we should bless you and thank you for this opportunity to uh, share the word of the Lord with you. And uh, the Lord Himself will take absolute control. But before that, I want us to be in the mood of worship. Just I want to sing one or two songs, then <clears throat> we continue. I hope it's allowed. Oh, sure. Thank you very much. <laughs> Someone is saying the coffee is not allowed. Though. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. You have to, you have to take that from time to time. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. The Lord is our strength. Amen. Now on to the land upon the throne, we raise a sound. We raise a sound For he is God and God alone Hallelujah Hallelujah And on to the Lamb of God We raise a sound. We raise. 
God and God alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And on to the Lamb upon the throne. We raise a sound. We raise a sound. Oh, for he is God and God alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Straight away, move to into the topic of the day: prayer in three dimensions, intimacy, intercession, and warfare. Hallelujah. Okay, so 
I will start with intimacy, okay? I will start with intimacy. Spirit of the Lord, take absolute control in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, so when we talk of intimacy, intimacy, I would say, is a place of knowing. It's a place where, you know, God pours himself into us and we are also transformed as we get to know him. The Bible makes us understand that they that know their God, they shall do exploits. Amen. They that know their God, they shall do exploit. So in a place of intimacy, uh, the prayer of intimacy is, is the prayer where we actually, is, there, is, there is also a section of worship. There is also a section of worship at the place of intimacy or in prayer of intimacy. There is a session of worship. That's the place where we get to actually acknowledge who God is and we also ask him to you know intervene on our behalf to help us with with our weaknesses amen is a place where we are being transformed and the at the place of intimacy the prayer of intimacy is the prayer where we ask God for directions pertaining to a certain matter. It's a place where we also get deep insights, revelation of who we are. Amen. Yes. The apostle said in the book of Acts chapter 6 verse 4 that they would give themselves unto prayer and the ministry of the word. They would give themselves unto prayer and onto the ministry or the ministration of the word of the Lord. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, continually to prayer and to the ministry of the world. I want us to understand and know that prayer is a daily necessity. It's, it's, an, it's a necessary asset or it's a necessary activity for us each and every day to be able to triumph to grow for other people. So it aids us in our daily walk with Christ that we already are overcomers and yet we would fight from the place of victory to overcome the daily trials that comes our way. Jesus Christ said in the book of Luke chapter 22 verse 40, he says that pray that you do not fall into temptation. Pray that you do not fall into temptation. Hallelujah. Yes. So at the place of intimacy or where we pray for intimacy is where we also pray to God. I've already stated that it's a place where we acknowledge the supremacy of God and know that this walk of life or this call that he has called us onto, we cannot do it on our own. So at the place or in the prayer of intimacy, we do make requests and then we do ask God to help us. And one of the helps that God brings at the place 
of intimacy or in the prayer of intimacy is that he keeps us from the place he, he keeps us out of any form of temptation that would come our way remember the, the word of the lord says that god will not there is no temptation that is new to man and god is faithful that he wouldn't allow any form of temptation that is above us to come upon us and in the lord's prayer there is a section where jesus christ said that we should pray that the Lord will lead us not into temptation, but will deliver us from evil. This kind of prayer is a prayer of intimacy. It's a prayer of intimacy. It's a prayer of intimacy. Also, at the place of, or during the prayer of intimacy, or in the prayer of intimacy, a lot of things go on. As I said earlier, is a place where God pours himself into us. Jesus Christ said that the vine, uh, he is the vine and we are the branches. Okay. And we cannot do anything on our own. The branch cannot do anything, cannot bear any fruits by itself unless it is connected to the vine. The prayer of intimacy is the prayer that we pray to connect more with God. To connect more with God. To connect more with God. And at the, at the point where we also pray for the help of God, you see, um, in Philippians 4 verse 6, the Bible says that we should be weary for nothing, but in all things, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we should let our request be made known unto the Lord. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall abide in our hearts. At the place of intimacy or in the prayer of intimacy, as we acknowledge the, the Lord of Lords, as He is the Lord of all flesh and the Lord of the Spirit, since every single thing were made by Him and every single thing was made for Him, He has the answers that we need. He has the, the, the help that he can provide us to be able to do what we ought to do. Jesus Christ at the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed a prayer about when he was about to be uh, crucified or when he was about to be captured or when Jesus, Judas Iscariot was about to betray him with a kiss. He prayed a certain prayer that if it was only to his will, then this cup should pass him by. But nevertheless, the will of the Father should be done instead of his will. The will of the Father should be done instead of his will. You see, one, 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 one thing that... Um, I've not said yet is that a prayer of intimacy is not um, it's between you and God it's between you and God it's between you the person God himself so that's not where we do make intercessions and um, warfare prayers or we like we do bring other people's matters in there no it's between you and God because God knows you more than you know yourself and he's the one that is able to transform. He is the one that is able to build. He is the one that is able to, you know, 
sharpen and shaping whatever that he has placed in us so sorry so it's at the place of intimacy or it's, it's through the prayer of intimacy where our giftings are being grown our giftings are being nurtured it is where we are able to even bear more fruits of the spirit note that you see the word of god reading the word of god goes hand in hand with prayer but there is one thing paul prayed a certain prayer he said that i pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. You see, God is able to conceal his word or his plans and intents, even if it is written plainly before you. You see, every single thing, the life of Jesus Christ was prophesied before by the prophets. That's why he said that I didn't come to... Um, to do away with the with the prophets or the prophets that you've already said but i came to fulfill it and you and i are aware that you see the devil was there he had all these prophecies he read every single thing he knows every single thing that um, i see i mean every, the word of god that was written that at a point in time he even tempted jesus christ with the word of the lord but then Paul made us understand in his word that if the people that crucified Jesus Christ, if they knew that the death of Jesus Christ was to bring us this great salvation and this deliverance, then they would never have done that. If the devil knew that the death of and the resurrection of Jesus Christ was going to set us free, there was no he would have done anything in his power to prevent the, uh, the people from going ahead to kill him. What am I trying to say here? As Apostle Paul said, uh, made, uh, prayed a prayer that the eyes and the understanding of the people will be enlightened. You see, it stands to reason that you can even read the word of the Lord, read it over and over and over and over and over again. You might be, you know, um, the best English speaking person in this world or you can be you might be like even our apostle our, our papa you know apostle sam caris the englishman but as they say in key say i'm firm place or is is through the prayer of intimacy that we actually pray unto god to give us understanding of his word to give us revelation of his word hallelujah yes and also it's at the place of intimacy or it's, it's through the prayer of intimacy that we get to know our purpose that we get to know our next step um someone should please post um Please excuse me, I'm coming. Hallelujah. I'm trying to get this scripture. Where um, at the Mount of on the Mount of Transfiguration, yes, on the Mount of Transfiguration, something happened. You see, Jesus Christ was praying. 
And as he was praying, yes, Luke chapter 9, verse 29 to 31. As he was praying, something happened. He, he was transformed. His countenance changed. His countenance changed. And I want, to, I want to talk about two things that, you know, the prayer of intimacy, it does to us. And these two things are found in this scripture I'm talking about. Luke chapter 9, verse 29 to 31. You see, first of all, his countenance changed. And that stands to reason that even at the place of intimacy, through the prayer of intimacy, we are being transformed. We are being changed because as the Lord pours Himself into us, there is no way um, we would we would still be having um, our old self. We are being changed. We are being transformed at the place of prayer or in the prayer of intimacy. Intercessory prayers do not do that. Warfare prayers do not do that. And it is through the prayer of intimacy that we even get the grace and the directions to know how and where to even intercede and even do warfare prayers. Amen. So back to the Luke chapter 9, verse 29 to 31. Yes. And you see, when Jesus Christ prayed and he was transformed, another thing happened. There appeared unto him Moses and Elijah. And this is what they came to do. They came to tell him about how or the things that are to happen and how he's going to um, leave the earth. How he's going to leave the earth. And you see, that was the main call of the ministry of Jesus Christ his death and his resurrection. His death and his resurrection. And, the, and these, these two great uh, men of God came to enlighten him to be able or to enlighten him to know um, what and what to do and which, which place and which place to go. The Bible says that the NLT version says that they told him about his exodus. That's his movement from this earth into the heavens. And it was through the prayer of intimacy. When Jesus Christ was praying, he wasn't praying warfare prayers or he wasn't praying intercessory prayers. It was through the prayer of intimacy that he was, um, the, the people were sent unto him. And one other thing that also happened at the Garden of Gethsemane, after Jesus Christ prayed, that the Lord's will be done and not his will. The Bible says that the angel of the Lord came to strengthen him. Luke chapter 22, verse 42 to 45. The angel of the Lord came to strengthen him. The angel of the Lord came to strengthen him, that he was able to do the will of the Father. So at the place of intimacy, we gain strength. We gain peace. We are being transformed. That's why each and every single day, you see, prayer is very, very necessary and important for us to do. Because studying the life of Jesus Christ, he always went to pray. He always went to pray. And he had his times that he prayed. 
he always goes to pray. And I believe that the prayers that he prayed, although they were not mentioned in the Bible, I believe they were prayers of intimacy and also intercessory prayers. And warfare too is part. Amen. But mostly a prayer of intimacy. Mostly a prayer of intimacy. So I made a note that you see it is at the place of intimacy that keeps the fire burning. It is at the place of intimacy that keeps the fire burning. That's why I said that you see the intercessory prayers and then the warfare prayers. They are not really prayers that actually builds us up. Because the only way you can be built up is through your intimacy with God. The only way you can do exploits is by knowing your God. And it's at the, at the place of praying or it's at the place of the prayer of intimacy that you get to know God more. Because even if you have read his word and he does not give you understanding or revelation or insight of who he is. Jesus Christ made a certain statement. He says that nobody has ever seen the Father except the Son. And whoever the Son wishes to reveal to. Amen. Whoever the Son wishes to reveal to. So unless God reveals certain things to you, there is no way you are going to know him. Unless God reveals himself to you, there is no way you are going to know him. You see, it's at the, it's at the place of, it's at the prayer of intimacy where people actually cry out to God that, Lord, we need more of you. We need more of you. We need more of you. Where people begin to sing songs like, um, Until my only gaze is you, Spirit keep brooding over me. Till I look more like you. See, until we are totally, we are fully transformed. The Bible says that do not conform to the things of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. And you see, prayer can cause the mind of someone to change. Prayer can cause the mind of someone to change. And even as, you know, you pray and you fellowship with God, and even as you are being transformed, your mind also is definitely transformed. And you are able to bear more fruit because it says, it says that as you are the branch and you are connected to the vine, it says that the branch that do not bear fruit is being cut off. But they that bear fruit is being pruned that they will bear more fruit. It's at the place of prayer, of intimacy, that we are being pruned. It's at the place of prayer, of intimacy, that we are being pruned each and every day. Each and every day. So as Christians, each and every day, there should be a prayer of intimacy. We should pray prayers of intimacy. We should seek God more and more and more and more and more and more and more. Because you can never and ever, you know, get to the bottom of the knowledge of God. Amen. You can never really exhaust the knowledge or get to know God more. But one thing is, you see, 
at the place of intimacy, we are being equipped with whatever that we need. And our eyes are also opened to the things that God has equipped us with, that we will be able to do that which he has assigned us to do. Amen. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> sorry. <coughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. At the end of every part, I'm dealing with the prayer of intimacy now. So at the end of each and every uh, dimension of prayer, uh, we would just have maybe 10 minutes short prayers and then... <laughs> <laughs> I'll mind you. We just have uh, ten minutes short uh, of prayer, and believe God would help us and help us well. Amen. You see, even with the reconciliation, okay, what Christ came to do, the death and resurrection of Christ, was to restore us, to bring us back to the place of intimacy with God. What Christ did, opened up the door for us to come boldly before the throne of grace. That's written in the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 14 to 16. Verse 14 to 16. That we are able to come boldly before God. And when we come, we receive what? Help. And grace and even mercy hallelujah so at the place of intimacy or during the prayer of intimacy we also ask God for mercy and all these you is know, a hail from the love of God towards us all these are ways or streams that God actually shows his love unto us that's how we get to know him more and more. That's where deeper revelations are being, uh, are being seen or are being noticed. That's why the, the apostles never said that we would devote ourselves to only the word, but they also added prayer. They also added prayer. Because reading the word of God without... To know God... There's no way you just know the words because, as a matter of fact, the Pharisees they had the word, you know, the Torah, they, they had it off head, they can narrate every single thing. But if you ask them what it means, you know, Jesus Christ at the age of 12 was found at the temple asking old scribes and Pharisees, beard gang people, asking them, you know certain questions and i believe they were fumbling they were fumbling because even when he grew even as he you know they met him and encountered him with certain questions the kind of answers that they, he gave to them marveled them and that starts to reason that reading the word of the lord alone without praying for understanding it's of no use, hallelujah. It's of no use. And uh, let me chip this in. Sometimes um, I do get you know, 
a lot of complaints from uh, most of my friends around me, and then they are like, and just say, yeah, mom, for my understanding. And please, I hope I'm I'm permitted to speak to you. He says, he says that it's not like we don't pray. <laughs> okay, thank you. So they are like, it's not like we don't we don't actually pray that um, God should give us understanding for the word of God. We do pray for understanding and we do read the word and yet we do not understand. Well, if there is anyone here that is going through that same issue, I would say continue praying, continue reading the word of God. Because, you know, God wants his children to know him. That's one thing that you have to put at the back of your mind, that God wants his children to know him. So if God really wants his children to know him and he loves you, definitely he's going to give you understanding. But what happens is, what happens is sometimes, me for instance, at first, I used to read. I used to read the word of the Lord, and then you'll be reading, and then you'll be praying for that God should give you understanding. You'll be doing meditation and everything. But sometimes you get something. Other times too, there are certain things you never really understand. But it will surprise you that at some point where <laughs> okay, you see, at some point where you are actually ministering unto people or where, where you begin to share the word of God with some someone, you realize that the scriptures that you read that you didn't understand, you thought you thought you didn't understand. As you speak with people, as these scriptures come out, the Spirit of the Lord ministers unto you yourself too, that you get to understand. So, you see, never give up never give up be persistent in whatever you do in prayer especially praying for understanding of the word of god because it's really really frustrating sometimes because you know you really want to know god and then you really want to also know that uh yes you understand the word of god and then you can you can say something and you can read a, a chapter like 10 times and sometimes you are not getting anything pray that the lord continue praying and the lord himself would would help you out at the right time. Never, never think that God doesn't really want you to understand or know him. He really wants you to know him. Amen. So, okay, one of the words written is saying prayer of intercession. I've heard you, man of God. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So I wanted before we move to the prayer of intercession. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Hallelujah. Okay. So it is also at the place of or it's, it's in the prayer of intimacy that is where Matthew 6 verse 33 is fulfilled 
that's what the Bible says that Jesus Christ says that seek ye first the kingdom of um, God and all other things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all other things shall be added unto you. Because that is at the place of prayer of intimacy that you seek God. Then you get to know Him. And when you get to know Him, you know the importance of God in your life. You know the kind of benefits that you derive from Him. That's why David would say in Psalm 51, verse 11. Please, someone should post that scripture for me, please. David was saying that the Lord should not take his Holy Spirit away from him and the Lord should not drive him out of his presence. That the Lord should not drive him out of his presence. Hallelujah. So, you see, David, the Bible says that God said that David is a man after my own heart. David is a person who, if you study the life of David, he prayed all the three dimensions of prayers, honestly. More of prayer of intimacy, always crying to God for help, for forgiveness, for mercy, for strength, and intercessory prayers, and also prayer of warfare. Sorry, warfare. So, sorry. So, people of God, it stands to reason that prayer of intimacy is very key and very, very important. Looking at all these things that I've shared on so far. So, as a person or as a child of God, if you really want to grow in the things of the Spirit, if you really want to grow, in the Lord, if you really want to know God more, when it comes to prayer of intimacy, don't take it lightly. Don't take it lightly. Don't take it lightly. Because as a matter of fact, I can say that all the other forms of prayers do hail some way, somehow from the prayer of intimacy. Because I earlier stated that, you see, it's through the prayer of intimacy that you are being given even the grace to stand and intercede for people and even wage war against the enemy because because you see the intercessory prayers do comes with its own um, how do you call it its own let me say let me let me use let me use problems let me just use problems you know if you really follow lots of men of god they will be like you know we ministered we went to a place to minister and then we prayed for someone and his demons came to attack us yes his demons came to attack us even at the place of warfare so it's 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 really key to be more grounded because it's at the place of intimacy that you are well grounded and well rooted in the Lord that you'll be able to even come out to do the intercessory prayers and warfare prayers. Hallelujah. Yes. When we, when we began, we prayed that the Lord should, the Holy Spirit should take absolute control and everything. You see, if you do not know, if you do not know the Holy Spirit or if you do not know God, 
at the place of intimacy or in the prayer of intimacy, believe you me, even if he starts manifesting, you might not, unless by the mercy of God, he decides to reveal himself to you or he decides, I mean, he decides to let you know. You might not even know that you know, the Lord is in this room. That's how come sometimes you go to church and whilst uh, the man of God, sorry, the man of God is preaching, people will be doing other things, you know. Yes, people will be doing other things. Because if you get to know God, you will honor him and you will honor his presence. And this all comes from the prayer of intimacy. So I want us to pray. I want us to pray that Father, in the name of Jesus, help us. Help us, O oh Lord. Help us in all we do. Help us in every single thing. Because your word says that we should not live on our own understanding, but in all our ways, we should acknowledge you. In all our ways, we should acknowledge you. In all our ways, we should acknowledge you. Father, this call that you have called us onto, this ministry that you have given unto us, Father, it is not really by experience. It is not really by anything, but it is by the things that you teach us, O Lord God. It is by the help that you provide, you offer us, O Lord. So, Father, we pray, and I even pray for your people, every single person, under the sound of my voice, in the name of Jesus Christ. The Father, even as we are even learning and studying your word, in the name of Jesus Christ, O Lord God. Father, know that, O Lord, you are our ever-present help in times of need. Father, help us in all our ways, O Lord God. Whatever, O Lord God, that we might be going through, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, Lord. That, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, take absolute control. Take absolute control, Lord God. Take absolute control, Lord God. You know our weaknesses, O Lord God. And you know our infirmities, O Lord. Father, take absolute control. Take absolute control. Take absolute control and help us, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. At the place of intimacy is also, or the prayer of intimacy is also the prayer of surrender. The prayer of intimacy is also the prayer of surrender. The Bible says that you cannot put a new wine in an old wine skin, otherwise it will destroy it. It will destroy the wine skin and the new wine will just fall off. It is at the place of prayer. As you are asking for help, it means that you know you have acknowledged that you are Lord of Lords, who is able to keep anything that is committed unto him, who is able to do that which is impossible in the eyes of men, who is able to do things that goes beyond the understanding of men, who is able to do the things that goes beyond the natural because he does things that are super in the natural realm. Therefore, he's called the supernatural God. It is at the place and that's at that place that you surrender. You see, sometimes we might be going through certain things. You see, the place, the 
prayer of intimacy also gives us direction, as I said before. You see, sometimes you might be going through certain things and you'll be wondering, ah, this thing that I'm going through, is it, is it, is it really from, you know, am, am I supposed to go through it? Like, am I supposed to be here, this place that I find myself? Am I supposed to be here? Am I supposed to go through it? Apostle Paul says something. That's, you see, lest he exalt himself above what he ought to, or what he had, um, above or he, unless he is full of pride. A messenger of Satan was sent unto him to be a thorn in his flesh. And thrice, three times he seek the Lord for the Lord to take it away. But the Lord said, My friend, my grace is sufficient for you. And even my, my strength is perfect in your weakness. You know, even at the, 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 through the prayer of intimacy, as I said, we have been transformed. Our pride is being taken away. The love of God keeps us, binds us. Because when God, you know, allowed the messenger of Satan to be a thorn in the flesh of Apostle Paul, it was to keep him from exalting himself was to keep him away from pride. It was to keep him away from pride. So that's what I'm saying. That you see, it's at the place of intimacy, or it's through the prayer of intimacy that we ask God lots of questions concerning certain matters, because you might not know. Maybe it is for the time being. God is allowing this to happen for the time being. That's why sometimes you know people go through a lot and then they don't even know what to do and then. They start praying just any prayer. <laughs> they start praying just any prayer. And lo and behold, you see, it's, it's at the place of intimacy that the Spirit of the Lord helps us with our infirmities, interceding for us with groanings that cannot be altered. Hallelujah. Interceding for us with groanings that cannot be altered. It is at the place of prayer of intimacy that we gain help from God and the help is all around the help is all around our lives are being transformed that when you spend time with God in, 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 uh, during the prayer of, in the prayer of intimacy you are being transformed the presence of God comes upon you that when you come out People see you and know that, yes, something is happening. You see, it's at the place of, it's at the prayer of intimacy, or the place of prayer of intimacy, that I've forgotten the man of God is, is one of the God's generals. He said that the Lord, she set him on fire. She let him burn that people would come and see him burn. You see, it is not at the place. It's, it's not. It's not at the place of intercession. It's not at the place of warfare. But it is at the place, or it is in the prayer of intimacy that these things do happen. That these things do happen. Amen. 
So the next we will be going to I've not exhausted everything for the sake of time. <laughs> Let's, let's move on to intercession prayer. Intercession prayer. The Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams will say that he's the apostle of strategic prayers. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. And our apostle here too, you know, our, our papa here too is, is also an apostle of strategic prayers. And believe you me, he's been interceding for each and every one of us i know yes he's been interceding for each and every one of us and may the lord bless him may the lord bless him so even at the at the prayer of intercession we will intercede for him whether he likes it or not we will all pray for him yes we will all pray for him and the lord helps him and also gives him a good wife very necessary <laughs> because you know <laughs> the case of marriage sometimes when you listen to a lot of people you might not even as a minister but you might want to choose the paul's way you know yeah you might not want to marry but whether he likes it or not he will marry we heard that we he needs to bless us with baby apostles amen <laughs> i want to say that he's married to the holy ghost please 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 <laughs> apostle peter was married to the Holy Ghost, yet he had a wife. So, so marrying to the Holy Ghost is not a warrant for not marrying at all. Yes, yes, by false prayers for marriage, very necessary. Yes, and we were it to each and every one of us because uh, <laughs> the Lord, the Lord is our, is our help. So somebody should post. You are considering me like Apostle Paul. Oh no. You can be like him, but you cannot actually not marry. Yes. You can, you can have all his mantles and everything that you do, everything that he did. But for the, as for the marriage, Apostle, you will marry. You have to marry. You have to marry. You have to marry. I'm hearing say ladies, say ladies, say ladies. I don't know whether you like say ladies. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's continue. So please, <laughs> um, Ezekiel twenty-two, verse thirty to thirty-one. <laughs> Someone saying it's a prophecy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not out of an Abraham. Yes. He says, and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it. But unfortunately, I found none. Therefore, I poured out my indignation upon them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed upon their heads, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. I can see some people are receiving stray bullets over there. 
but Jesus is Lord. <laughs> okay, so first by saying that any intercessor is a high priest. Any intercessor is a high priest. Hallelujah. Any intercessor is a high priest. I would go to the scripture, Hebrews 7, verse 25. Hebrews 7, verse 25. <coughs> Sorry. You know, with the high priests, we have the high priests, and then we have the high priests. Yeah, the ones that, that begin with the small age, you know, like fetish priests, they are, they are also high, but they are high, it's, it's, it's very low for us, yes. <laughs> they are high, it's, it's very low for us. He says that, wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto him, that come unto God by him, seeing he ever live to make intercession for them. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ ever lives to make intercession for us. Jesus Christ ever lives to make intercession for us. And also, even the Holy Spirit, the scripture that I quoted earlier, Romans 8, verse 28, it says that, therefore we know not what to pray, but then the Spirit of the Lord helps us in our infirmities. Making intercessions with groanings that cannot be altered. You know, the Holy Spirit also intercedes for us. Jesus Christ also intercedes for us. And with the scripture, with the scripture of the Hebrew, Hebrew chapter 7, verse 25, when you read downwards, you realize that was saying Jesus Christ is a high priest. And that is why I was saying that every intercessor is a high priest. Because we stand and pray to God on behalf of others. We stand and pray to God on behalf of others. And uh, uh, um, sorry, but let me use the even the fetish priest. You know, I know none of us has visited the fetish priest before. Yes, we are all Christians. Maybe when you weren't born again, but now you are born again. Hallelujah! So, <laughs> so let's let's take it from the Nigerian movies that we do watch. Okay. Let's take it from the Nigerian movies that you can watch. I remember I watched one Nigerian movie, and then you know when you go to the fetish priests, the, the, the shrine, they do have some uh, red material hanging there. And then in one of the Nigerian movies, I saw that one of the red uh, materials they had written, uh, they had the uh, Manchester United emblem in it. I was wondering whether the boys there were supporting Manchester United or not, or they were Manchester United fans, but <laughs> nevertheless, let's continue. You see, what the priest, when, whenever the people go to inquire of the boys, it is the fetish priest that, that do take whatever that they brought or whatever that they, they want to relate to the gods, and it's the fetish priest that actually tells the gold, and the gold also speaks. The gods also speak to the fetish priest, and the fetish priest also what um, tells the 
people. <laughs> yes, the gods are now football fans. And the fetish priest also tells, informs the people that has come, that have come, sorry. So that is how high priests we are as intercessors. We do, we do pray for people, okay? We do pray for people. We do pray to God on behalf of people, of people. And the book, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25 downwards, it says that, you see, Jesus Christ also went through the things that we, we are going through, so he knows. He knows whatever that we're going through. He knows he, he, he has felt whatever that we are feeling. We might be feeling right now. So sometimes I wonder. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean that Jesus Christ also had broken hearts, but that yes, his heart was broken because of the sin of the world, not because of one failure. Hallelujah. Yes. So, so, sorry. So, yes. Jesus Christ also went through whatever that we are going through. And I listened to one man of God talking about um, the, the role of the high priest. And he made mention of something. You see, he was giving the reason why Moses was not made the high priest, but rather it was Aaron that was made the high priest among the Israelites. He says that for someone to be a high priest, he has to go through or he has to suffer with the people that he is going to be a high priest for. Amen. He has to be, he has to be a partaker of the sufferings of the people that he's going to be the high priest for. And he said, Moses was at the king's palace. And so during the times that the Israelites were under bondage, where they were made to use their legs to make mortar and build houses, he wasn't part, he was enjoying. But Aaron was among them. That's why Aaron was made the high priest and not Moses. Jesus Christ came and took upon the, uh, the nature of man, even though he was God. He humbled himself and went through what he had to go through. He went through all the stages of life. The fact that Jesus Christ was God and came onto this earth doesn't mean that um, he escaped a certain year, for instance, maybe because. Um, he was conceived of the Holy Spirit then, when Jesus Christ came out from the womb of Mary, and she, um, she was maybe one year old, and then in the next year, he moved to four, year, four years old. No, he went to Alonso Yashuman. At some point, he was being sent to wear my something. Like, you could, you could imagine, like, the normal life cycle of every single human being, okay? And he even bore a much more worse pain than every single human being. Putting upon himself the burdens or the sin of this world. What am I trying to say? In the prayer of uh, 
intercession okay the fact that you are interceding or you are praying for someone you are interceding for someone does not mean that you don't have your own problems the fact that you are interceding for someone doesn't mean that you do not have your own problems we all do have you know issues one way or the other that god should you know we want we really want god to help us with but you see you can't spend all your life at the place of <laughs> intimacy or in the prayer of intimacy you have to come sometimes you have to lay, lay your you know even sometimes all the time lay some lay some aside you see sometimes when uh, we we pray we pray and then we know that oh there are certain prayer points that are left we just say that we cover all grounds in the name of jesus yes so sometimes cover all grounds and leave uh, your problems and come and pray for others because you know god is so wonderful at the place of what even when you are praying or you are interceding for someone there god is able to help you god is able to help because it also shows another nature of god it also shows another nature of god you know jesus christ knowing what he was going to go through he prayed for uh, apostle peter he said peter peter the devil seeks to sift you as wheat, but I've prayed for you that you would overcome. And when you don't overcome, you would strengthen your brethren. Jesus Christ had his own issues. He knew what he was going to go through, yet he was praying for Apostle Peter, saying that the devil seeks to sift him as wheat, meaning that at that time, probably the devil had some, maybe one tin of mock and a bread and now all he needed was wheat he also had sugar he wanted to use peter as that wheat. i pray in the name of jesus christ that the devil will not use anybody as wheat in our midst i pray that the devil will not <laughs> say that from today we will cover all grounds i pray that the devil will not sit anybody here as fit so to be an intercessor too you see just put yourself i don't know but if you've noticed every single thing about christianity is between you and god you and man jesus christ said that you see the greatest among all the commandments is that love the lord your god with all your heart your mind your strength and your soul and he says that the second one is like unto the first one it says love your neighbor as yourself love your neighbor as yourself sometimes you know god makes us through intercessors or intercessors god makes us go through certain things <laughs> so that we will be able to pray and pray well for others or sometimes you see when we, you are being asked to pray for someone sometimes if you're not taking you wouldn't even put your whole self in the prayer you wouldn't put yourself in the prayer then you just pray anyhow 
but with the love of God abiding in you, being spread by the Holy Spirit in you. You being, you as the prayer, or do you during the intercessory prayers, should pray for someone, for others, as you are praying for yourself. Should pray for others, as you are praying for yourself. Wanting nothing. Well, sometimes, you see, the, yes, uh, that's in uh, Romans chapter 5, verse, uh, verse 5. Yeah. You see, because sometimes when you are being asked, it, it happened to me, I'll be saying, it happened to me. You see, um, where some, some lady, be, I went to church one day, and then a certain lady came to me, she was crying. And at that time, we were going to pray at the cathedral and she bought our bus. So when we all alighted, she came to me, she was crying. She noticed that I had the uh, intercessor's teacher. So she came to me, she was crying and she was like, I should, I should be praying for her because nothing is going on well. Nothing is going on well in her life. And I said, okay, don't worry. So she took my number and I took hers. And I didn't want it to be like, oh, okay, this is the time, so I'm calling her to pray for her. I just wanted to pray in the secret for her, and then whatever happens, you know, I just tell her, or whatever the Lord tells me, tell her. Okay, 12 minutes to end teaching, please. Okay. So... If you also notice the other, okay, I've heard you say so. I'll, I'll, I'll shorten everything. So, what happened was I prayed for her consistently for a while and then I stopped. And at some point, I met someone you know, this lady that I met first wasn't what the, you know, everything is nothing is going on well with her life, so um, she also didn't have money, she wasn't also wasn't rich, but. At some point, I noticed that someone also came and met me and was like, so you are part of the people who will be praying? And I said, yes. And he said, oh, okay, please take my number so that you'll be praying for me. And the eager, okay, the vigor with which I took the contact, wanting to pray for that woman, knowing that this woman there, if I pray and then God answers the prayers, <laughs> she will soul. It was high. Okay, yes, thank you very much. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. But as truly as that shouldn't be the case. By God's grace, I repented. I repented a long time ago. Hallelujah. Yes. Money shouldn't be the case. You see, the the, the thing that should that should actually please your heart is knowing that this brother is going through something. And whatever that he's going through, you have prayed to God, and God has answered the prayer, and the person is not going through it anymore. That should be your joy, because that is the joy of the father, seeing his children helping each other, because he has he has access to love one another deeply. He has access to love one another deeply. So I'll, I'll just move on to um, the people that we are to pray for. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. The Bible says that we should pray for all men. All men. And pray for our leaders. 
at the place of intercession. We should pray for all men and pray for our leaders. And there is also another one that we do not really, really, really do pray for or do, do take into consideration. For those people there, we normally put them at the place of warfare. <laughs> uh, but Jesus Christ said that we should pray for our enemies. Hallelujah. How many of us do pray for our enemies? Please let me see by hand. <laughs> we should pray for our enemies. But rather, most of us, we do. We are the Asian warfare prayer sort of yeah but that shouldn't be so as the lord jesus christ has said we should pray for our enemy we should pray for our enemies and also <laughs> someone is saying that like pray for the devil you see that's one thing we should understand our our sole enemy is not human it's the devil but our sole enemy is not is not the people around us. Our sole enemy is the devil. Is the devil. Just imagine that if the apostles during the time that um, Apostle Paul had not converted, during when he was Saul, you know, he was their enemy. As a matter of fact, he was against the church. So just imagine if they had ganged up and prayed against him, then most of the epistles wouldn't have been written. You get it. So you never really know the true intentions and true plans of God for people's life. That as soon as someone wrongs you, you'll be like, hey, nah, that's not how God wants us to work. He wants us to love our enemies and pray for them. He wants us to love our enemies and pray for them. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> sorry. Okay. With the four five questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, and it's, it's not not really a good thing just imagine you see when when jesus christ himself went with the disciples to to, to evangelize to certain people and the people that they didn't accept him jesus christ himself jesus christ himself the alpha himself he came down to he said he came to his own but his own didn't accept him his own didn't receive him he came to he went to evangelize him and the people that they didn't receive him or accept him now you a uh, small then uh, at that time they were young young boys young disciples you small disciples yes christo and then they were like they were like ah, you know let's call down fire onto them let's call down fire onto them like elijah they, they even quoted scriptures and jesus christ said ah, you don't know the spirit that you are of no, you have no idea of the spirit that you are of. The word of the Lord says that God does not delight in the demise of a sinner. So as your brother has against you, as your brother has hurt you deeply, you have to pray for God for grace that you do not say anything negative or you not hurt him or her, I pray for God to help her 
or, or him, whoever that has wronged you, you pray for God for help. And that is the way of a Christian. That is the way of a Christian. God, you see, as a matter of fact, the, the battle of, um, it, at the prayer of warfare, the Bible makes us understand that, you know, although we are in the flesh, but we do no war in the flesh. Okay. So we wrestle not against flesh and blood, we wrestle against principalities, you know, um, demonic entities and all those stuff. And the Bible makes us understand that, you see, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in the Lord to pull down strongholds. To pull down strongholds. And he even mentioned that, you see, to cast down any imagination, any imagination. And also, anything that tries to rise itself against the knowledge of God. We know that Paul is, so you see, as a matter of fact, that warfare prayers, it's not against, it's not against your brother who has, Oh, oh, like that brother of yours whom you you begged him for 20 pesos and then he didn't give it to you and then he laughed at you now nah, it's not against him it's not against him if you get to understand that there are there, there are spirits or there, 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 there's influence of spirit behind each and every action then you get to know that sometimes it's not these people but it's something behind that's where the fruit of the spirit and then the fruit of the flesh, you know, the, 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 the workings of the flesh, they do come in. So you pray for them, brother. But for the demons there, then the Trinitary. Yes. <laughs> He's staying at the home time spirit. Oh, five minutes. For, as for the demons, you know, the Trinitary. Those are the ones that we pray against, yes. Casting down imaginations and every height and that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> yes, so you see, our main target is not the humans. Our main target is not the humans. But it's like, you see, human beings, we try to find the easy way out. For instance, um, you go, you go, and then they are like, "Eh, um, this, uh, there is this, there is this." Um, your mother is a witch, and uh, we should, we should pray and kill and kill her. Yes, and the by and then he also quotes that suffer not the witch to live. Yes, David really did say that, and it's true. But the thing is. We know that witchcraft is the spirit. And it has the vessel. When you kill the vessel, when you destroy the vessel, there are a lot of vessels around. Definitely, the spirit will definitely find a different vessel. So why don't you deal with the spirit itself? Because if indeed you are able to cast out demons, if indeed we're able to do all these things that the Lord God said that when we even triumph over our scorpions and serpents, then indeed we'll be able to cast out these witchcraft spirits. Because you and I know that spirits do not die. Spirits do not die. 
So we should realign our, our ways. We should realign. Let's have Udi Abefundo Ubochia Ubi Kubusia Funda. Yes. We should realign our ways in the way we do things. Let's, you know, hit the main point, the main target. The target, the point of our warfare is not onto um it's not onto onto men, but onto spirits. And one other thing is, you see. For the, I said I said earlier that the, for the intimacy prayer that is between man, you yourself and God, the intercessory prayer is between you, others and God. Now for the um, for the um, warfare prayer is also between you, God, the devil. And even others because sometimes we do warfare for other people and that that's where i don't know if you've done venn diagram before that's that's where you see the, the intercessory prayer and then the warfare prayers sometimes they they overlap small because sometimes we do warfare prayers for other people sometimes we do warfare prayer for other people hallelujah for them too also be saved be, be be taken away from any demonic influence because god is indeed able to do that as a matter of fact the weapons that we are using they are they are they are the weapons of god they are not our own weapons it's not that um, that kitchen knife that you use to slaughter chicken during christmas no but they are weapons that are mighty in the lord to destroy every single activity of the enemy, to destroy the works of the devil, that the glory of the Lord Most High will be seen upon the lives of men, that men will be rescued from the influence of demonic activities, that we will pronounce light onto the places where there is darkness. Jesus Christ said that as long as I am on this earth, I am the light of the world. Now Jesus Christ has gone up into the heavens to build and um, to prepare rooms for us in the Father's mansion. Maybe they have a room now, a big swimming pool, no one, and a streams of life, no one. Also, one more change, one more so that um, there is this tree of life that bears fruit each and every month. Yes, I like the 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 room there. You see, Jesus Christ has gone up to prepare a place for us and he told us that we are the light of the world so as light of the world we should know how to channel our electricity our our, our power the power that he has given us we should know how to, how to use it and use it well that the lord will be pleased with our work amen so i would like to just say a word of prayer for <laughs> for a man of God and the whole house and uh, I'll hand over my mic. I'm his fast spent, sorry. And before this, I was telling him that I might not be able to, you know, exhaust the time because <laughs> I've not really 
fairly well in the written, but see what the Lord has done. Time required to be patched out here in we? Glory be to God. So we pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray, O Lord God, for the man of God that you have given this vision unto. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, O Lord, I pray that, O Lord God, above all our prayer requests, above everything that he desires, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let your will and intent, your plan for his life be done in his life, O Lord God, even as it is in heaven without any delay in the name of Jesus Christ, O Lord God. Let your power prevail over his life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, O Lord God. Father, with you, all things are possible, O Lord God. And if a man, a limited man is with you, the man becomes limitless. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O Lord God, make this man of God a stronghold. Make him a pillar, O Lord. Make him a pillar, O Lord. And make him a tree that many would benefit from. That day, even this tree that you make him wouldn't point men to himself, but will point men unto you, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray in the name of Jesus, O Lord God, even concerning his marriage. And I even extend this prayer to every single person under the sound of my voice, O Lord. Father, by your mercies, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ, deliver us from any daughters of Jezebel. Deliver us from any form of Delilah, O Lord God. Any destiny killers, O Lord God, deliver us from them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, O Lord God, for the perseverance, O Lord, of life. That you preserve our lives, O Lord. And you preserve our lives, O Lord. And you give unto each and every one of us a woman or a man. That is pleasing unto your eyes and not even our eyes that will be able to help the vision that wouldn't cause us to deviate from your will oh lord Father, that we pray that help us oh lord in all our ways and in all our endeavors in the name of jesus christ we pray oh lord have your way in us have your way in us. Have your way in us. Therefore, Father, I pray that if anyone is not feeling well, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let your healing power manifest in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus Christ, let me pray. So, man of God, um, I would yield my mic onto you, and uh, I would. He <laughs> says, "Let the Jezebels also pass me in the name of Jesus." <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> I 
Archbishop, you are a bishop. So that's where it's coming from. So long as you are there, we will call you by that name. Alright. Um, people of God, God bless us all and keep us. May God cause his face to shine upon us. May the Lord be gracious unto us. May he lift up his countenance over each and every one of us in our families and give us peace that surpasses all understanding may his peace dwell within our walls and prosperity in our palaces may god lift up your head above your enemies may he pour fresh oil upon you even to keep continuing to possess every gate and every door that has been set before you and that has been opened before you. Your open doors shall never be shut in the name of Jesus. You possess the gates of your enemies. You possess the gates of your enemies. You possess the gates of your enemies in the name of Jesus. Bible says the blessing of the Lord it maketh rich and he added no sorrows to it I declare that any programming of demonic sorrows to the blessings of God coming your way they are cancelled aborted and detached from your life and from every blessing in the name of Jesus you will eat of the good of the land all the days of your life and the joy of the Lord shall be your strength in his name shall your horn be exalted. You will not fail. You cannot fail. You remain the head and never the tail. You continue to be above only and never beneath. You cannot come down. You will not be under. You will be upward. You will not come down. You will go up and up and up and up. The light of God shall shine upon all your ways. Because your steps are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man, the steps of a good woman are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his ways. May God order your steps away from danger, away from every snare, away from every trap of darkness. And order your steps into your high places. Order your steps into greatness. Order your steps into prosperity in the name of Jesus. I declare that you will not fail, 
but you will prosper. You will excel above average. You will never be average. You will never be average because God has called us to glory and virtue, excellence and virtue. Excellence, therefore, is your portion from today in the name of Jesus. We cancel failure. We cancel mediocrity from our lives from today in the name of Jesus. May the life of God, the power of God, the grace of God, the glory of God find expression in every area of our lives in the name of Jesus. Surely God will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. May God, Jehovah God, cover you with his feathers. Under his wings you will trust. May God's truth and may his truth be your shield and buckler in the name of Jesus. I cancel every fear of the terror by night or of the arrow that flies by day over your life in the name of Jesus. For God has not given unto you the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love and of power and of a sound mind in the name of Jesus. I declare that is your portion in Jesus' mighty name. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at your right hand. But none of this shall come nigh thee. Only with your eyes will you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Only with your ears will you hear the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, which is our refuge, even the Most High, your habitation. No evil shall befall thee. No plague will come near your dwelling. May God give his angels charge over you and your entire household to keep you all in all your ways. You are born up in their hands. In the name of Jesus, you will trample upon all the powers of darkness and nothing will harm you. When you call upon the Lord, may he hear you and answer you in Jesus' name.